I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. These two entitled parents are some of the worst I've ever seen. Effectively controlling their son for 20 years and keeping him as a prisoner in his own home. This first story is honestly quite sad. Let's get straight into it. My parents robbed me of my childhood and teenage. I'm 20. Growing up, I never got to spend my summer mornings outside, playing with my friends. I had to study, stay up to date with extracurriculars, and write pages to improve my handwriting, to be allowed just an hour outside in the evening. While all my friends were having fun, I was inside, crying with a pencil in my hand. All my extracurriculars were picked by my father, and they were all activities he found interesting. I was never once asked what I actually wanted to do. I never got to do sleepovers, except with my cousin, just because my parents didn't want me to. I was to constantly study and get good grades, and if I slacked off even just a bit, I was beaten with belts and shoes and household objects. My father even spat in my drink once and made me drink it, to humiliate me for disobeying him. Books were my only escape, and so I'd often get engrossed in them. But my father didn't even let me have this one thing. He humiliated me for having this insignificant hobby. He hid my books and at one point even threw some away. Then came my teenage years and it only worsened things. The loneliness I was feeling in my childhood intensified. I was rarely allowed to go outside with my friends and on the occasion that I was, I'd be bombarded with a million calls and messages so I couldn't even enjoy it. Dating was off limits because my parents didn't want me to date. My cell phone was occasionally checked and I was slapped for using curse words like the F word. I was 16 when that happened, not a child. I wasn't allowed to go to any parties and I never went to a prom. Hobbies that I actually wanted to cultivate, I was insulted for and ridiculed to the point that I lost interest in them. I'd always wanted to be a writer, but now I can barely motivate myself to type a single word. I've lost my passion. And now I'm 20, on the verge of moving out soon, in less than a year. I've lost 20 years of my life. That's 20 years I'll never get back. 20 years I'll never get to experience and live again. My childhood and teenage is gone and it's never coming back. And when I bring this up to my mother, she says that I'm holding the past against them and harboring a grudge. The funny thing is, they're the same people now that they were when they did those awful things to me. They haven't changed in the least. My father to this day maintains that his beatings were justified because they were for my own good. My mother defends his actions by saying he meant no harm, but I see no good that came out of it, and I'm still hurting from it. I lost 20 years of my life to my parents, who were essentially my jailers. A quarter of my life is gone. What did I gain from all of this except a lifetime of baggage? And mum, if these were supposed to be the best days of my life, I really don't want to see what's in store for me ahead. 
honestly, what is up with your parents? Like there's being strict and then there's this literally controlling every single facet of your life. How would this ever benefit your child? I just don't understand it. Yeah, obviously get good grades, work hard, etc, etc. But not letting them go outside and play with their friends. How is that ever going to benefit your kid? I don't understand. How can a parent justify their actions when your own child says after 20 years of living that I haven't lived for 20 years? That says it all, doesn't it really? What the heck? It's a good thing you're moving out and hopefully you can just start your life and try and move on from that first 20 years. Mental. Puppy school trainer lectured me for two hours for spaying my papa. Guys, if you didn't know, spaying is when you remove the ovaries from a female dog. When I adopted my first ever puppy, I assigned us to behaving classes to a nearby doggy school. The course was for basic manners for puppies and we started right away one hour a week It was for any untrained dog mostly puppies, but there were some older dogs too From day one the nicer of the two trainers told us that with small puppies the training must be a short-timed game Not serious training and they shouldn't be scolded My puppy had some bad habits like jumping to hug humans The nicer trainer gave me lots of advice, but my puppy just loved humans so much She got overwhelmed and time and time again jumped to meet everybody when socializing within the first three months The nicer trainer was there less and less I later heard she lost her dog and took some leave from training puppies The not so nice one took the lead of the course and that is when our progress started to slow down This trainer didn't have enough patience with us and soon told me to yell and scold my puppy for every mistake Now my mental health had unknowingly been bad for many years now and yelling to my puppy made me stressed and more anxious than i'd ever been I started getting frustrated with myself and my puppy I felt like a failure and I took this trainer's advice as the only truth Then came the day that my vet said it's the best time to spay My girl was six months old now and spaying now would mean all the hormonal problems at an older age would be gone No risk for infected uterus. No breast cancer. You get the points Now, I'd never wanted to breed dogs, so this was my personal choice for her health. I asked to talk to the trainer after class and told her that we'd be missing a few weeks from now. She started talking friendly, but when she asked the reason and I told her, she lost it. Guys, I listened for two hours to a lecture about how people shouldn't get purebreds for slashing and operating them. I had a beautiful girl who should definitely make puppies, and I was just an ignorant, stupid brat. I was 26 years old who didn't know my dog's value. I tried to speak, but she didn't let me. After two hours of this, I finally got to defend myself. My dog carries two defect genes, both lethal to puppies if gotten from both parents. I discussed with the breeder before getting a pup about wanting a family dog with no obligations, but having had before a hunting dog killing a few of my pet bunnies, I wanted a purebred herder with as little hunting instinct as possible. That is why she trusted me with a defect puppy to give her the best life without breeding her nor giving her away with a risk of pregnancy. This breed is gene tested regularly and my pup has the defects, even though her sisters don't. She's not qualified to continue her lineage. She's a healthy carrier, the genes are sleeping, she's not going to get sick in her lifetime. So after explaining all this, the trainer still scolded me. I should have been fine with a mixed breed dog in her opinion. I honestly just stopped going to classes after that. At least nobody would force me to yell and scold a six month old pup. We started instead agility classes and had my nearly adult niece as a teacher. My dog loved it and so did my niece. My dog still jumps for hugs when happy. I just gently tell her to get down. She's 17 kilograms, turning eight years old in the next month, cancer-free, no hormonal diseases, happy doggo. 
The not-so-nice trainer had to neuter her two purebreds for hormonal problems. The choices were to neuter them or put them down. Perhaps she's now learned to appreciate medical reasons to spay and neuter purebreds. People, listen to your vets. They think more of your pet's well-being than you. And if someone tells you to scold and yell at your less than six-month-old puppy, ask advice from someone else. Guys, if you're interested, the diseases in question are POMP and Osteogenesis Imperfecta, OI. If she'd had accidental offspring with another carrier, those puppies would suffer and die either right after birth from fractured bones or before turning two years old with muscle and heart failure. These diseases are tested and carriers are kept from breeding. I think this is a very strong reason to spay. Now look, usually I would say, just like a vet, that a trainer would probably know better than an owner of a dog, especially if they're a new owner. Like if it's someone's job to work with dogs in the same way that it's a vet's job to work with animals, then I would normally trust their professional opinion. But in this instance, it's so clear that this trainer's just got no idea, right? They're just heartless. Like the fact that they had to put down two of their own dogs just shows how ridiculous they are. It's actually mental. I mean, a two-hour lecture of just incorrect information is just ridiculous. Yeah, listen to your vet, but also like the fact that a trainer, someone that you have to respect and you hold in a high regard because it's their position, you know, it's their professional position to train your dog, is giving you such false information is insane. Entitled Family's prank goes horribly wrong. I've always lurked on this sub, wondering whether I'd ever get a good story to tell her. But recently I realized I already have one. Well, this is more of a story from my dad's perspective. He's a Welshman, born in the most southern part of Wales. His family, parents, sister, brother, took advantage of him a lot. They used him to repair things, chauffeur them around, and pulled inappropriate pranks on him, etc. Other than work and driving, he hated leaving the house. Except one day, one of their pranks did an uno reverse on them. They knew an English girl was looking for someone to help fix her stereo. Clichéd as it might be, my dad's family tried to set her up with him under the guise of repairing the stereo. See, their opinion of my dad wasn't that great, and they thought she would leave him as she got to know him. Unfortunately for them, the pair really started to bond, and eventually started seeing each other. His family was outraged that he'd started dating an English woman. They expected him to get together with a Welsh woman. Not only that, she was helping my dad to stop getting taken advantage of more and more, and they hated that. His dad was horrid to her, and he performed very inappropriate pranks on her. One of which was technically a certain type of assault. His favorite prank was to fart in people's faces. When they were expecting, his dad was dead set on getting a grandson. It was a girl. Even the next time they were pregnant, he was sure he'd get a grandson to carry on the family name. Another girl, me. My granddad then came up with the genius idea that he'd pretend me and my sister were boys. Every birthday, every Christmas, we always got very boyish toys from him. Eventually, my dad's family's leeching attempts and their dislike towards my mum got so problematic, we had to move to England, where we've been living ever since. And every year, we get a recycled Christmas and birthday card trying to convince us to contact them so they can begin their leeching cycle again. We have a great time finding ways of destroying their cards when we receive them. I'm just thankful my parents managed to keep me and my sister far away from that family before they started targeting us too. Okay, this episode, for whatever reason, is full of, I don't even know if they're entitled, just very odd 
people. Like, sure, you can rather have a grandson than a granddaughter. That's fine. I see many people out there are like that and vice versa. But surely when you actually have your grandchild and they are a daughter, you just accept that. You're like, oh, well, it's great anyway. Who cares? You don't then just pretend they're a boy. Like, is that entitled? No, it's just really weird. I mean, the farting in people's faces things as well. Like, do that when you're about two. And then you get a bit, you know, sick of it. And you realize it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, maybe you do it once in a while. But then you realize, oh, it's actually quite disgusting. And why would you do it to your own family member? Like, multiple times. Bit of a weird man. That's all I'll say. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say. Entitled mum lets her child run around the supermarkets and learns the hard way that he is allergic to peanuts. This happened four or five years ago in a supermarket in my neighborhood. This entitled mum did not have the typical Karen haircut or blonde hair, unfortunately. So I was in the line for the cashier and could easily see the entrance and most of the aisles from where I was standing. It was a small supermarket. This woman and her five or six year old child enter grab a basket and she lets her child go and roam the supermarkets the kid was running around the aisles looking at products and obviously giving the employees a hard time i was still waiting in line when the kid starts coughing crying and eventually puking loudly in the aisle behind me there was an employee kneeling near him a yellow pack of m&ms which are chocolate coated peanuts on the floor his mother rushed towards her kid holding her basket I observed that the kid's face was red, swollen, and sweaty. It was obvious that the kid was either allergic to peanuts or chocolates. The entitled mum shouted at the nearby employee. What the heck are you doing? Mom, you poisoned my son? No, he came here and ate some candy. I heard him puke, so- You sell poisoned candy? At this point, the Karen was not even looking at her son, and the kid was just coughing and crying. The employees appeared to be more concerned for the boy than the mum herself. They gave him some water and asked him to cough out the candy. Surprisingly, nobody was filming this on their phones. And since I knew most of the people there, I chose not to pull out my phone either. Mom, your son might be allergic to peanuts, said the employee. The kid had gone ahead and eaten one of the M&Ms. I'm calling the cops for this. She didn't even consider calling the manager or asking for a first aid kit or something. She just straight called the cops. She then proceeded to grab her kid, take her basket and head out of the store without billing her items. By then, the manager had come out and stopped the entitled mum before she reached the exits and asked her to wait for the cops. The Karen freaked out claiming that she was being harassed by the manager and that they should have known that her child might be allergic to peanuts and started asking them why they stock peanuts in the first place. The manager just stood there patiently until the cops arrived. The manager just wanted to hear what the entitled mum had to say to the cops and eventually told the cops when they arrived that the entitled mum had really tried to shoplift. The manager's claims were more believable than the Karen's, but the cops didn't arrest her or anything, nor did they fine her. They just let her off the hook. The kid was doing okay, although there was a fresh puddle of puke next to him. 
The Karen didn't get her groceries that day and she was banned from the supermarkets. She threw another tantrum over this and I just got all my groceries and left. Wow, peak logic from the Karen there. Why does the supermarket stock peanuts? I personally have no idea. If you know, drop a comment. Let me know. As for the police letting her off, it seems fair enough. Like she was kind of in a bit of a weird state there. Shoplifting, eh, not really. I know she didn't bill her items up, but she was probably quite concerned about her kid. So a good thing to let her off there. What is more weird though, is the fact that she was screaming first at the employees and then threatening to call the police rather than dealing with her son who was clearly having an allergic reaction. That is what's odd. I mean, thankfully, the child didn't have an even more serious reaction because I think you can die from from peanut allergies, can't you? Sometimes it's extremely serious. So, uh, yeah, puking. I know it's bad, but it's not the worst thing that could have happened. It's weird that she doesn't know that her child is allergic to peanuts at the age of five or six. Do you not normally test your children? I don't know. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I don't have one. So let me know again in the comments if you do know that. But hey, at least in some sort of positive way, she found out and now the kid won't eat peanuts again. Or maybe he will. I don't know. This mum seems very, very ridiculous. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you want more entitled people content straight away, check out this video on screen. If you need to the channel, and you haven't already done so hit this button to subscribe for daily reddit content and with that all being said i'll see you tomorrow for a brand new one take care mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.